This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by the fine other shows on the Duck Feed Network. If you didn't know this, we have an entire network of shows, man. There's all kinds of shows, man. It is, uh, you know, Watch Out for Fireballs, which you know about, huh? <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need to tell you about that. And then uh, Bonfireside Chat, if you like the Dark Souls. Abject Suffering is a very fun show uh, where we talk about bad games, but also whatever. And then uh, you got the level about video games. You got your those damn Ross kids comedy. You got your teenage dirtbags about music videos. You got check it out comrades about the indie games. A uh, bunch of other stuff coming down. Look at the uh, Duckfeed Presents channel for more. Uh, but yeah, check out our other shows. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming extra suit. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Portal and Portal Two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys came out in force. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we're going to kind of cruise through these a little bit because we are at three and a half hours of recording mm-hmm. um, at this point, And that's a lot of time Yeah, uh, to do just about anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and get started here with Amanda. Uh, Amanda says via contact. I came to Valve's games only recently and playing games like Half-Life 2 and Portal after shooters like Deus Ex Human Revolution was delightful because they are incredibly intuitive games to explore with clear ideas and not a lot of extra artifice or mumbo jumbo. Portal is essentially perfect. Portal 2 is still better than most games that exist, even though it's not as enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell if that's like a dig at Human Revolution um, or not. I don't know. Like, Human Revolution is doing, like, fundamentally different stuff with, like, storytelling. Totally. totally. But, I, then like, Human Revolution is not considered to be, like, a bad game or anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. That's a, you know, Human Revolution is good, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it is. A, they are really clean. Yeah. Um, I'm at some point we'll have to do Half-Life 2 like yeah. in the future and I will be curious to I want to see how that feels how that holds up Half-Life 2 kind of falls in the Resident Evil 4 camp for me I feel like it is a third too long okay yeah yeah but that is it's that, also not as like I mean I think it probably has that same kind of trimmed fat mm-hmm. uh, feeling to it that Portal does but what it does is aiming for is not nearly as cool or unique right you know so it's like very good but it's still at the end of the day still a shooter with vehicle sections <laughs> You know, which like there's a ceiling on how great that can be, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam writes in via contact saying Portal 2 didn't challenge me in quite the uh, quite the same way as the Portal 1 did. It was a little too easy to walk into a room and start shooting at anything white I could see against the black. I felt trained to be lazy. Enter a room, shoot the white things, repeat. But it was all made up for in the finale when you're tossed to the ground, staring at the night sky and your brain knows exactly what to do. Shoot the white thing against the black. 9.4 9.4 out of 10 Pavlovs would instinctively respond again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where, where people talk about that. I, that definitely happens in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of weird how act one and act three, like the bulk of them never like, aren't really considered. It yeah. feels like, um, but that is definitely the, something you're doing in the middle part that yeah. that sucks. And it's cool that it pays off. People going to accentuate the negative, even us. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Sebastian says via contact while not as good as portal one portal two is still really good. I like the new additions of the new additions to the puzzles, especially the paints and the exploration into the history of aperture is kind of interesting. I hope you guys talk about the modding community for this game as well as the ARG that is connected to portal two. We did. Um, Uh, we mentioned the potato sack kind of stuff, the modding side of it. Like I didn't get a chance to do any community stuff. No, I I, I, I would have had the chance if I decided not to sleep, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's that's always going to be a thing, I think, for us. Yeah, uh, where you know, it came up with Doom and stuff. We try to dip our toes into it, but no matter how big it is, like uh, as much as that stuff can be important, um, it's not the text 
mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's, it's harder to justify spending a lot of time with it. Also given that it's infinite, <laughs> right? you know, like if we started doing that, like we could explore like the biggest mod, right? but it's like, you know, we mentioned the nameless mod when we did Deus Ex, but we didn't play it. Right. You know, and like, I think we mentioned the fact that people could make their own maps mm-hmm. for this with that perpetual testing initiative, yeah. but uh, it's just a lot. It's a big thing to swallow. What's important for our like treatment is the fact that it's there, which feels bad, but like, it's a little bit of like, where do we draw the line a little yeah, bit? Yeah, ex- exactly. You At know? some point, you know, there, there is a limited number of hours in a day. Yeah. So as much as I'm sure that stuff is cool, but I mean, it, it, and this is, I say this a lot, but I don't have time in my life for a perpetual game. Right. Um, kind of no matter how much I like it. And as much as I would like to see what the best the community has to offer and play more Portal, I also take a comfort in Portal being like, I did that. Yep. <laughs> you know, Portal's done. Like I, I completed that. That was great. And now it's done. Yeah. Like that is that is a really good feeling mm-hmm. that I, I don't want to trade away necessarily by having an open-ended thing there is so that the, there is that one uh like story pack that was released on steam the uh the portal stories mel okay i believe um that uh like picks up kind of in, in terms of difficulty it picks up where portal 2 leaves off um hmm. and is like a series of like really really hard puzzle kind of kind of things that has a very bad cave johnson impersonator um okay. inside of it uh that was released i think like a year or so ago as of the time we were recording that i've intended to try out but you know i haven't had a chance to play like or i haven't had the motivation to play portal 2 or like open that back up until just now so yeah i, did, I didn't know about that i know mel was the, i think the original name for for shell yeah. um that's where that, that comes from mel shows up as a maybe that's not true it, no, it, was, it was like her counterpart co-op. or something yeah yeah it was originally before they decided to do robots they were gonna have a co-op character name mel so it's interesting that they're using that i i didn't even know that was a thing yep portal stories uh, so, mel is uh it's, it's available uh for free on steam as like a community mod that you need portal 2 to play yeah i'll have to check that out yeah mm-hmm. uh let us see here jonathan writes in saying uh portal 2 uh holds uh sorry holds a lot of emotional value for me not exactly because of the game but because of the things surrounding it Portal 2 came out uh, when I was in my junior year of high school. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I used it as a talking point for a girl uh, that I was interested in at the time. Uh, To be nice for her birthday, I bought her the game and she invited me over to the house to play it with her. It was on that night that I got my first kiss, which was actually really scary. Yes, it is. (laughs) That is is me editorializing there. Um, And started my first relationship. Three years later, when we were breaking up, she gave me all, she gave me back all of my possessions, one of which was a portal box that still had the bright-eyed birthday note that I had written. Um, I don't really have a way to finish the story without uh, going into months of depression that followed, so I'm just going to go help my new partner play Hotline Miami. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that um, is uh, games and relationships, man. Yeah. And Jonathan uh, wrote a small little thing there saying like that we've helped him through some tough times, and we Aww. always appreciate hearing that. So no, thank you. Yeah, we're happy happy to help, Jonathan. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, that is uh the 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 gift thing mm-hmm. at the end of relationships is somebody who is like semi publicly ended a very long term relationship pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Um not real recently, it's like six months ago, but it still feels recent. Yeah. Um the uh that's always interesting because I have a lot of stuff that was given to me by my ex that I don't want to give away or get rid of. Like it's stuff I like. Yeah. Um, even down to like articles of clothing, but it does mean that you're signing up to just like every once in a while. Like something stupid, like I'll look at a pair of boxers and just be like, oh, it's like, you know, like it is. This this is this is going to sound gross and I don't mean it to be gross, but it's like, oh, this will always smell like them. 
Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think I have anything that has that scent. Well, no, but just like so, in an emotional sense. Like an emotion. Yeah. Like memory scent. Yeah. Yeah. And when I got divorced, like the, uh, I was very specific about like, I made like a guard, like a box mm-hmm. and that box is in my mom's garage. Yeah. Uh, you know, and now it's like next time I visit home, like I will probably, this is the first time after, you know, how many years it's been since I got divorced, but like, I'll probably look through that box, mm-hmm. you know, next time I end up in Illinois yeah. um, and might be like ready to like look at my wedding ring, you know, and not feel like shitty about it. It's such a confrontation. Uh, it really yeah, is. It is. Uh, there's not, you know, cause it, it is, it is. I mean, this is a too big of a subject for the, and, and kind of mildly inappropriate for the extra sewed to portal one and portal two on the watch out for fireballs podcast. But the, uh, that idea of like, uh, you know, honoring something painful, you know, like you don't want to pretend like it didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know, like you remember the good things as well, but like the gut punch part of it, no matter how sad it is, even like, you know, then because my, my divorce ended relatively, uh, you know, mutually and, and, and good terms. Like I'm friends with my ex, but it's still like seeing something where it's like, Oh, like there was a time where I felt a way that I don't feel now. Mm-hmm. And someone else felt a way that they don't feel now. And that there's just like a emotional part of that, that you can't intellectualize. It's just sad mm-hmm. because it's no longer. Yeah. It's, it's a sadness that evolves. I have, I have that box. Yeah. I have that box yeah. of of stuff that has spikes on it that yeah. I only grasp tightly from time to time because it has both of our blood on it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I I used to have a um a D- CDR that I put a bunch of like saved uh, AOL Instant Messenger conversations on. Oh Jesus, I have those too. I, and I named it like I named it Horrible Nostalgia Disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, finally got rid of that. Uh, because it was just like, and, and it's so, cause I never got to the point where I could look back on that stuff fondly. I just got to the mm-hmm. point where I didn't care, yeah. you know, and, and, and got rid of it. But like, it, that took a long time yeah. for me just to save this thing and be like, this has value. I don't understand what that value is. Yeah. So I can't get rid of it, but I have, it's a, it's a bummer. I have old cell phones. Oh yeah. I have old cell phones that yeah. have photos and texts on them that yeah. like, I can't get them out of there, but like, yeah. I need to always keep them in their chargers. So, like, if I need to go back there, I can. Yeah. Even though going back there is a bad idea. Right. That's not really what it's about. It's, it's just a, like, it's like... It's a bad idea now. It's a sadness that evolves. But, like, yeah. I don't know that I want to throw away that part. Yeah. That, that, like things, that part of my, of my maturing, you know? Like, yes, it again, it is a box full of things that have spikes. And I only hold on to them tight because it has both of our blood on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. So, that, so that's sad. Um, Sparky <laughs> says via contact. Uh, hey, Sparky. Hey. Um, probably my favorite memory of Portal is showing it to a friend of mine. We met through the ACLU sh- uh, shortly after he was released from prison. He spent 22 years on death row for a murder he didn't commit. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was me editorializing. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, no, expect this. Um, that's relevant to the story only in that when he, uh, when he went in, he was a big fan of Atari games and hadn't seen anything more advanced uh, than could be played on a smuggled Game Boy Color. Portal blew his mind. Once he figured out how to control a character in 3D space, he beat it in two days. He had more fun with Portal than I think uh, I'd ever seen anyone have with anything. That's great. Yeah, that is a wonderful story. We're, we're, you guys are knocking out of the park with this. Like, it's easy mode for you guys, too. Yeah. Like, the way it is easy mode for the episode for us because it's just it's so good that it's, yeah. you know, talk about it. It's like, this is this is bringing the good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's bringing the heat. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't put myself in that in that position. No. I, yeah, I have no... Uh, no idea. I want to, yeah. I, I wonder, I don't know. Like, I don't want to put myself in the situation. I definitely don't want to trivialize prison playing Pokemon in prison. Oh yeah. 
Huh. That would be I something I've said, and I, again, I don't want to trivialize prison either. But if I ever end up in prison, uh, let's be honest, when I end up in prison, <laughs> I would like to um, end up in a prison or have a context where I could start a D and D group. Oh yeah, like that would be the. Can you imagine? Like if you know that would be the way that I would mentally survive prison. Mm-hmm. Like and and that could be it. Could be like that episode of Freaks and Geeks where it's like even though <laughs> these dudes are much like rougher and tumbler than I am, like. I can get them to make their own little like Carlos the dwarf. Oh yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, uh Daniel and, uh, freaks and geeks. <laughs> yeah. I- I've told you the story about the, about the crazily intricate, uh, D and D maps that, uh, the prisoners have made. Right. Yeah. 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 Which I like s- still can't find. Like I've got yeah. the, like I'm looking at the baby grand piano made out of matchsticks that my mom gave me, but those D and D maps still can't find them and all the stuff. So yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty rad. Yeah. Bullshit. No, but that's a, I just, I can't imagine, I can't imagine being taken away and then like put in front of something like portal. Yeah. Well, yeah you I, like, get a, I mean, that, that's a real thing that ends up being a trope in fiction where you can't like adjust. Like it's not always as pretty as it is in demolition, man. It's, it's like, it's like in community when Omar is talking about like how complicated Legos have gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. There's a, there's a very sad uh, issue of transmetropolitan. That is about that because they, they have cryogenic freezing oh. and the people who are, who are, you know, in one context of their life, somebody cared enough about them to do this, but then that person dies, mm-hmm. your family dies, everything, you know, has moved on and you just get unfrozen. And it's like, here's 40 bucks. Yeah. Here's the fucking future, you know, and it's just a bewildering nightmare and people go crazy and kill mm-hmm. themselves and stuff. And there's a really, really sad issue of a uh, transmetropolitan where they deal with that. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sporky was the mastermind and organizer. Uh, behind the Duck Spring, um, yes. uh, charity stream. Yes, he which uh, I don't think we mentioned this episode. I think we mentioned it mm, last episode. Silent yes, Night. yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was, it was still it was going to happen. When right. I mentioned it last time, it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, congratulations to everybody who who took part in that. Yeah, um, you guys did great. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Um, the uh, there's probably something I'll put something in the beginning of the episode in the next episode or the uh, previous episode. Yeah, because it is uh, it is important. It is a big but, um. Yeah. And so uh, net something like uh, $1,600 yeah. or so, which is huge. Like that's mm-hmm. a, that puts like the 18 month total at close to $8,000 <laughs> for, for this thing. And we're going to knock OHSU which, out of the park. Which brings uh, tears to my eyes. Like yes. I just got a dude missed it there for a second. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're very proud of you. Yeah. Um, so it is, uh, you know, I said, I talked about this on Twitter. I talked about it on, on Facebook and stuff too, but it is, uh, I'm very flattered that good people want to listen to me make dick jokes. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad uh, I'm glad that if, if we can take any responsibility for cultivating an audience, which I'm not certain to what degree you can, but yeah, right. if we if we can, like it, it then uh it yeah. is uh, a good thing that we've done. Yeah. The so. like you <laughs> if I I don't know, like it feels good to allow good things to happen, you know? Yeah. Like even if what we're doing is not inherently good, like we're just talking about video games, whatever. But yeah. you know, create you know, to, to to feel small some small hand in that is uh yep. is very gra- gratifying. Yeah. So, so good job, Sporky. Good job, everybody else. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Some like yeah. 20 people, something like that. Yeah. It was really big, like a big logistical. And I think that like, if we do it next year, it will be smoother and yeah, you know, it, it like, it's the kind of thing that was, it's more logistically complicated than the one that we do. Mm-hmm. And, and then this is the one that like, you know, it's not like we're not associated with this one too. I and mean, mm-hmm. we can't take credit for it, but it's no. like, it is, uh, you know, but it, it's more logistically complicated and went off really smoothly. Yeah. And a lot of that was Sporky's doing. So mm-hmm. great job. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Is this one me? Yep. Okay. Zachary writes in via contact saying, I think the highest praise that I can give Portal Games is to say that they're the epitome of elegance. 
Portal 1 contains one simple, intuitive mechanic repeated throughout a few dozen puzzles, but due to inventive design, um, it made me constantly reevaluate how to use it. Uh, it's the only puzzle game I've never felt burnt out uh, after playing for long sessions, because each new puzzle didn't feel like learning a whole new rule set, just an extension or tweaking of what was already there. Um, and what, what an incredible meshing of aesthetic, story, and mechanic it is, especially for a puzzle game whose narratives are often at odds with all of the box-pushing, uh, lever-pulling, and adjusting of water levels, etc. The only negative I can level against the series is spawning the cake is a lie meme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that at length. Like, <laughs> if, <laughs> if the worst thing you can say about a thing is enough people liked this part about it to repeat it over and over again that's uh that is still a high, a high form of praise in itself this says more about uh fandom in the internet age than yeah. it does about the game itself right yeah um yeah well said zachary mm -hmm. uh chris says via contact portal one is a good game and rightly celebrated but portal two deserves a lot more credit than it gets sometimes while the first game is solid with no fat the second is grand and ambitious in a way that every other sequel wishes it could be Portal 1 is a promise that needed Portal 2 to be fulfilled. The script is consistently sharper, the sense of mastery over space is emphasized on a much larger scale, and the reframing of the theme uh, to be about Chell and GLaDOS both being victims of a system that gives incompetent men power over them is much more ambitious and evocative than the first game's cruel AI theming. De-emphasizing the connection uh, to the Half-Life universe in 2 was also a good choice. Those games are self-serious enough that it's hard to believe that Portal's in the same world, and Portal is more than strong enough to stand on its own. Agreed. Yeah, I I didn't feel like Chu de-emphasized that connection. I feel like Chu has a lot of stuff that mentions Half-Life Universe things. Yeah, um, no, just but the fact that it doesn't like take place in the Borealis is uh, yeah. is to its credit. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, the uh, the rest of that I think is uh, oh, well said, mm -hmm. well stated. Is yeah. uh, if. Duck feed defender of little love sequels all <laughs> across the board. It's it's one of those things, right? Where like I wonder if like backlash is proportional to how close the comparison is. Like, mm -hmm. oh, people only rail against Portal 2, even though it's really good because the thing that came right before it is perfect. Well, you you're know? right. That's it's it's the Silent Hill to Dark Souls yeah, to yeah. Deus Ex to which is which uh, is you know, where I was gonna go with that. Like yeah, it, I didn't want to lead with the Dark Souls comparison. That, that's one hundred percent what it is, though, yeah. and it's like, I, 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 the urge to do that is understandable. I think mm -hmm. if you catch yourself doing that, try to stop it. Yeah, because uh, you're making yourself impossible to please. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and you're, you're making, making other yourself, people actively unhappy. Yeah, you're making it's it's less fun for you and it's less fair. Yeah. Like it is just it's not like I mean the games don't just you know they don't have honor like that's like they don't need to be defended, but like it is just like you're you're not going to be happier mm -hmm. uh, comparing everything to the perfect version of itself yeah like, like you can you can note it <laughs> yeah right yeah it is it is it is no yeah i agree yeah agreed um <sighs> um yeah. let's see here that was chris yep yep uh so brett writes in via contact saying i purchased the orange box because i was very excited for team fortress 2 uh because the internet hype was so big uh but secretly i was more excited for this weird little bonus game called portal it lived up to every expectation that I had. The writing was some of the best I'd ever experienced in a video game, and the gameplay was innovative. I was excited to tell people that didn't play video games about this game because I thought that they would like it. Turns out that wasn't really the case, uh, but that doesn't detract from the awesome experience. Portal 2 was a more amazing play. 
Once again, the writing blew me away. I was also very eager to try out the multiplayer with my girlfriend at the time. She was not into games, but I thought that she could handle this. Turns out, I often found myself frustrated with how long it would take her to, uh, to simply aim her gun or just do minor, minor platforming. Needless to say, our playthrough uh, didn't last and neither did we. There's a, there's a lot of pathos in this extra episode. Yes, there is. There's, there's a lot of dealing with matters of the heart. Like, <laughs> there is. Like kind of I'm surprised. trying, like, like trying to find common ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is bringing out the the deep themes that, like, yeah. when we were talking about how this uh, this game get kind of discounted because of uh, you know being a comedy, but it actually brings brings these uh, these things to the fore. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. Hmm. I, I wonder what it is that makes people more raw. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just it's being exposed to quality. It's like how you're more raw after a sunburn. Mm-hmm. Like it's just literally just having uh, something that big and powerful. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a video, to it. like a video game equivalent of Paris syndrome, where people from what, ja- uh, what syndrome Paris syndrome, where uh, where people from Japan go to the Louvre and just freak out. Oh yeah, 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 maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Brett. Will says via contact. It was 2008. I had just graduated college and moved to New York for an internship at a theater company there. I worked three days a week and hadn't found another job yet, so I had lots of free time and knew nobody in the city. I hadn't really played video games since high school or college, but I loved them as a kid, so I decided to buy a 360 and fill up my days. The two games I bought were The Orange Box and Bioshock. The first thing I played was, of course, Portal. And needless to say, I was blown away. There are a lot of things to love. The mind-bending puzzles, the script... But my favorite part of the game was the companion cube. <laughs> the way that the game makes you care about that jumble of code and then toss it into an incinerator was was probably when I knew that video games had had their hooks in me again. Couple that with Bioshock soon after, and I was sold on the seventh generation. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder about that. I kind of wonder because, like, there, there are those epochs, right? Like, there's that quote that you mention every once in a while, like, oh, the golden age of comics is 12. Yeah. You know, like, I wonder, because like, it seems like there are those moments like the like your your musical taste gets solidified when you're 19 Mm -hmm. a little bit. Like if you don't fight against that, 19 is a is a huge age for that kind of stuff. Like I've I've found personally, but like that that period of underemployment after college for me was was very influential. That's where the show came from. Yeah, I think that. um, uh Yes, because it's it's the part where you meet having a disposable income mm-hmm. and free time. Yeah, and it's the only time where, like now, as adults, we you know we have disposable income but no free time. <laughs> as children, you have free time but no disposable income. Right. Um, it is the place where those two things butt. Is that intersection? Together. Yeah. 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 Some people don't though, because some people never get to that point and just are still like in in the games they played as a youth mode. Yeah. You know. So, I, but it's because uh, I've definitely run into people where like that's where their their tastes kind of solidify. Yeah, and they still play games. It's not like they they stopped playing games. Like mm-hmm. it's just that's where they solidified. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one or. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have yeah. sympathy for that. Like just uh, like those moments where stuff kind of freezes are yeah. very interesting to me. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Garrett writes in via contact saying, um, I don't know that I have much to say about Portal 1, but the one thing I did want to bring up was the prequel for Portal, Narbacular Drop, in case it doesn't come up in the episode proper. Narbacular Drop was something I got to put a lot of time into before Portal due to a programming class uh, I had that used software from Digipen where that team came from. Uh, And seeing Portal come from that was interesting, to me at least, to see uh, what changes they made and to see how it was expanded upon. I do miss being able to shoot portals through portals, uh, which I had quite a bit of fun with in Narbacular Drop, uh, but I can see why they removed it. 
I think it is a neat thing. Uh, it's a neat little thing if you are a fan of Portal, uh, and it is worth checking out. The gimmick of not being able to jump is also a fun one. Also, super side note, but I remember building a few levels for an orbacular drop and having some fun memories of sharing those in the class. Hmm. I cannot imagine just how complex Portal would be, specifically Portal 2, if you had to use portals to shoot portals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm even trying to think about that. I mean, it would be more complicated. Also, in some ways, it would make it easier because you could, like, let's say you had to get up to a high platform. You oh. shoot a portal up there, shoot a portal down here, mm -hmm. you know, step through, shoot that portal through a portal yeah, and, and be okay. Um, but, yeah, it is... Uh, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it, it just it's compound, hard to imagine. It, compound, they, it compounds yeah. the complexity of it. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of it. Yeah. It sounds like a, a good choice. I remember trying to play uh, Narbocular, Narbocular Drop uh, at one point um, after I got it kind of obsessed with portals, uh, with portal and being kind of turned off by the aesthetic. Yeah, it's um, like a kind of a fantasy, like a pseudo fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I remember not liking it that much, but um, yeah, I'm glad they got a chance. You know, they're rewarded. Yeah. So fantastic. <laughs> They had a good yeah, idea, and they yeah. they got the resources and kind of the the creative oversight to uh, to make it really shine. Yeah, yeah. Um, David says, or Davide uh, says via contact. Um, so about Portal, I think I'm the only person on the planet, hyperbole, to actually prefer Portal Two to the first one. Yes, Portal One is tight, small, perfectly constructed uh, as an exercise in game design. But what makes it uh, resonate a little bit less with me is that one scene where Glados sends the player to their death, and they have to avoid it. It's not a bad sequence in and of itself. It fits the theme of breaking out of the game that the game has a, as its focus, but on a certain level, I don't entirely like what it says about game players. There's no signposting to the fact that dying in the furnace is not the way to progress the game, yet the game expects the player to try to escape anyway, overleaning on the game trope of death equals bad. As fitting as that is for the themes of the game, that scene is almost trying to tell us that interaction is not fitting uh, a fitting medium to convey death in a dramatic fashion. The games as a whole should always revolve around positively reinforcing the player. Note how the player starts to only go against GLaDOS when her puzzles stop positively reinforcing the character. And uh, that the game player is not able to get on board with the game otherwise. There's a certain level of cynicism behind the great game design of Portal, which doesn't ruin it for me per se, but definitely makes, it, uh, makes me feel quite conflicted when thinking about it. It's probably the best game at what it does, but what it does sometimes seems to put a very uncomfortable limit to what a game can be. Portal 2, on the other hand, is a feel-good story with puzzles and cinematic moments. GLaDOS is now nice, sort of, and everyone is happy, including me. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I don't actually, I, I'm not totally sure I get where you're going with this. I can see it, right? Because that is a moment where the expectation that it has been overtly building for you is subverted. Um, and it is kind of like, it's an articulation point for like you starting to fight back against GLaDOS. I don't know that, um, the relationship between d the player death and the agency to affect either is as problematic here as what you're saying it is. Like, I don't, I, I don't think it's, talk I, I don't feel like it's commenting on it at all. Right. Um, I mean, and, and death of the author is a thing, right? So it doesn't matter if, if the game intended to. Right. But I don't, I mean, I, I, 
I don't I don't understand this response. I don't I don't read the cynicism into it that Davide reads in or Davide yeah. David. Tell us how to pronounce your name. I feel like an idiot <laughs> saying both of them. Um, <laughs> but uh but no, like I, I don't read this you know, this like <laughs> Portal isn't the Billy Joel of uh, video games where like every <laughs> lyric is just an insult to the listener. <laughs> you, you know? Um I just I, I just I, I don't I don't feel insulted. Like like I, I died. You know, when I first played this uh, nine years ago, I was like, oh, OK, like I, I got a sense that I could do that. But like uh, I was just following <laughs> I was just following instructions. So I'm going to go away from it like it like that to me just kind of reinforced me taking control back from GLaDOS. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know if, if this I mean, it just feels like if this is commentary on that, then a lot of things are going to be commentary on that yeah. to where it stretches credibility yeah. for me. Um you know, and I don't, I don't think it, I feel, don't really feel like it's saying anything grand about games either. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for me to expend, extend this point to feel like it's saying that games can only be a certain thing. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I just, I just don't see it. So not, you know, not just, again, death of the author is a thing. Like mm-hmm. what you took from it is what you took from it. And that's valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I got the same thing and I'm not totally sure I understand. Yeah. Um, so feel free to like write in and clarify <laughs> to you. Like this, Wait. this doesn't have to be you writing, you know, sending ships in a bottle out <laughs> messages in a bottle and us just kind yeah. of like declaring them live on air. Like you can, <laughs> You know, this can be a conversation too. Yeah. If we, um, if, and especially if we misunderstood you, I think that, I think that what I'm taking away from this is like that, that move is a really brave one on Valve's part, on the, on the creator's part, but it's a gamble. And when you're talking about something that goes out to as many people, gambles don't pay off for everyone at the same time and yeah. not in the same way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's very hard for me to think of it like this recontextualizes everything that came before it you know, as a thing, like it is, uh, if games start being about, you know, what the, what the win state and the fail state and, and how you're valuing the player, like that's a, that is a inherent assumption assumption mm-hmm. that takes place. That is so ubiquitous in games that if you start seeing these kind of choices as being about that, you're, you're, you're putting the whole system on trial, <laughs> which gets exhausting when you do it for every game. Yeah. You know, it becomes kind of like in my mind, kind of an exhausting lens to view the medium through. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, not not trying to undervalue it, um, but I, I would I would need uh, some elaboration to, yeah. to make that make sense. Also, I might have just butchered it reading it too. So I apologize if I misunderstood or if I, you know, did a bad job. Yeah, with that. Hmm. Yeah, um, Lucas writes in via context saying. Valve always had a gift of, of uh, first-person storytelling, but in my opinion, Portal 2 is their best effort so far. While obviously the game is incredibly funny, it also got pointed at a few points thanks to J.K. Simmons' uh, great voice acting. In fact, the whole cast is absolutely terrific. The combustible lemon speech is silly, but it delivered in such a way uh, that always gets that, that always gets to me, um, and I find myself cheering Cave Johnson on right alongside GLaDOS. <laughs> Um, I always uh, really loved the subtle story beats that the game occasionally dropped on you, like Chell's Bring Your Daughter to Work Day science project and GLaDOS's hints at uh, at Half-Life Story. Or was that in Portal 1? That was in Portal 1. Um, uh, Gameplay-wise, I thought the game successfully expanded on the original. The new puzzle mechanics like the gels and laser beams were clever and, uh, and fun to play with, and it felt like the developers gave themselves more freedom to think with the portals. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Now you're thinking about portals. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're thinking of portals. Yeah. Um, now that the first game had proven so successful. 
Not everything was an improvement in this game. Uh, the game does a uh, does run a bit long. The original had the perfect length, um, and there were some set pieces where you're supposed to be running for your life that lacked the impact for me because Chell moves very slowly. Uh, this is really a minor criticism, criticism, but it stood out to me because the rest of the game is incredibly immersive. The loading times were also a bit annoying, but it reminded me of uh, Metroid Prime. And it reminded me. And it reminded me of Metroid yeah. Prime. Yeah, there we go. Um, uh, as for the co-op, I really liked it, and the, it was a solid way to spend an afternoon having a laugh with a friend. But I had a weird experience with it. Me and my friend had already planned to go through the co-op together uh, weeks before release. We both called in sick to work to play because we are responsible adults. <laughs> um, uh, but a couple of levels into the campaign, I noticed he knew all the solutions to the puddle to, to the puzzles already. Uh, when confronted, he admitted he couldn't wait for me, um, and that he woke up a couple of hours early and cheated on me uh, oh. with a random French duty found online, <laughs> with whom he had already played through the whole campaign. Uh, yep, with whom he had already played through the whole campaign with. Uh, yikes. Uh, thankfully, we got to play through the co-op DLC together, um, and its ending had us cracking up. I don't remember mm. that ending. I'm sorry that your friend cheated on you. Again, we're getting to those raw moments of <laughs> betrayal and vulnerability. I, it'd be weird for uh, the idea that um, playing this with a random person. I did it. Did you really? Yeah, I had somebody uh, rage quit on me because I didn't. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I kept on missing a shot. That that sounds. Uh, like the worst possible way to play this oh, game. Oh, it was terrible. I, like, I, I I quickly reverted to just playing with a coworker. You should only play video games with friends ever. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to ever play a video game with a stranger ever again in my life. Yep. Um, the uh, is just uh, I don't I don't need that. The uh, in in my life that's, that's what made me stop playing. Uh, like I just play Left for Dead. Like just co op with one buddy. Yeah. Um, and we just go we play against the AI. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's still really fun. We treat it like an arcade game. You know. Like you just try to survive, but like having people be like, no, you go spitter smoker, <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't know nope. you, you idiot. Why don't you know yeah. what I know? Yep. I, I will not, uh, I will not be talked down to like that, <laughs> uh, by randos on the internet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I do not understand that appeal. Um, but so, so your friend really missed out. He yeah. saved himself for you and I uh, had a better time <laughs> as well. So save yourself for portal marriage. Yeah. Save yourself for co-op marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, rounding us out, Alan says via contact. Uh, I just finished Portal 2 about 20 minutes ago. So first off, thanks for giving me the kick I needed to play the game I've been putting off for a while now. Portal and Portal 2, both very enjoyable games, but the first one a little bit more than the second for a few reasons. First, it's hard to beat that newness factor, which is surely part of the reason that Valve avoids making too many sequels. While I had a period of about a year between playing 1 and 2, the first game sat better with me in terms of re uh, playability and holding my attention till the end. I was getting a bit annoyed by the puzzles towards the end of 2. Second, the story of the first game is stronger. Having GLaDOS be a new and interesting type of villain that you only hear until the end game was a little bit more interesting than there is no villain, no wait, she's back, no wait, she's deposed, no, wait, she's a person I'm supposed to feel sorry for. No, wait, she's betrayed me. No, wait, she hasn't. Plot of the second game. <laughs> I also didn't care too much for the section involving the old facility. It felt a bit like filler to me. That's not to say the second game isn't better than most gaming experiences I've had. It's just a slightly lesser experience than the first game. High points to both games. Uh, in one, it has to be the trip to GLaDOS after you break out of the test areas. I'd never uh, been, I'd never seen anything like that before. In two, I'd say the opening. That and uh, Stephen Merchant who is a joy to listen to throughout. Final comment. I re-listened to the Half-Life episode recently, and you said this game being set uh, in the Half-Life universe was shocking. I agree. 
I read online this was done due to the high usage of Half-Life objects in this game in early testing. Keep up the good work. I re-listened to the missed episode after playing the game last week. Uh, glad to hear the original mention of House of Leaves. That was episode two, folks. Yep. And it will never appear in the show notes again. <laughs> and not only that, but every time I see a copy in a bookstore, I buy it and set it on fire. Oh, well, so that, the, uh... that, that's fitting. That's fitting, <laughs> yeah. actually. And you don't know why. It is. And I never will. And the, <laughs> That's um, a shame. No, I just, I, you know, I, I tried to read House of Leaves. We've talked about this. Yeah, we have. Um, the, uh, it just, it, it was not for me. Hmm. I didn't like flipping back and forth. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, metatextual stuff. I, I like it, but it's not my, like, it's not my anti-drug. Yeah, um, I, I say it's a shame not like, to, oh, like in a paternal way. It's just kind of like, I want you to like the things I like because I really enjoy them. I also <laughs> don't actually burn uh, copies of House of Leaves. I know. <laughs> I've only, I only uh, hollowed out yours and put a dildo in it in your house <laughs> when the last time I stayed there. So that's the only one. That's the only copy I've destroyed. Well, hey, free dildo. So. <laughs> dildo. <laughs> dildo. Dildo. Free dildo. <laughs> We've been recording um, for too long. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thanks everybody. Uh, I Thank you. really appreciate your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, if you have anything to say about Warcraft 3, Typing of the Dead, Oregon Trail, Fallout New Vegas, or DD Shadows <laughs> from Astara, or TNG Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, uh, you can hit us up. If you have anything to say about video games, you can hit us up at duckbeat.tv forward slash contact. That's a pretty wide sprawl. Is that is uh, we are hitting all the bases? Yeah, we are. This is the most games we've ever had forecasted at once. I think so. Due, yeah. due to the two split EPs. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty nuts. Yeah. So, uh, but we're down for it. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. I'm excited about all of it. Mm -hmm. um, if you uh, are feeling generous, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, kick us a couple of bucks a month, uh, get cool things like our Slack channel, uh, uh, premium episodes of Abject Suffering, or uh, premium, epi premium episodes of new shows. Uh, just go there and check out all the re the rewards you can get. Everybody who has given, we are so appreciative. And you, if you are thinking of giving, uh, just know it makes a huge difference for us. Yes, a concrete difference. And yes. we'll, uh, you know, enough people do that, it will result in more stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks for everybody. We've been recording for an insanely long time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's very much in the way of like actionable extra soap material. <laughs> it was mostly just us talking about our days. Yes, talking about our days and then games that we're going to play. Like we talked about Warcraft 3 a little bit. Yep. Uh, we're going to do that a lot in like a week. So uh, mm -hmm. that's not going to end up. So uh, thank you. This will be the end of the episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. We appreciate it. Umbasa. Yep. Umbasa. <laughs>